Last night saw um, the sixth Robin Island Memorial Lecture here in Cape Town with a main focus directed towards struggle stalwart to Walter Max Susulu under the theme, The Enabler, a Political and Fatherly Portrait. The keynote address was given by our next guest, Advocate Tembeka Nkugaitobi, who is a political activist, author and public speaker. He's a member of the South African Law Reform Commission and also been an acting judge at the Land Claims Court. He argued in the Constitutional Court before in many important cases. Um, we have a long way to go, but we also remember the journey that we have made. Advocate Tembek and Kukaitobi, thanks so much for joining us. I often um, reflect on the long way that we have to go, and particularly I reflected this morning with the death of a four-year-old girl in the Eastern Cape who died in a pitler tree, and she's one of now 38 children that we know of that have died in pitler trees in South Africa since 2014 at the 3,500 schools in South Africa that still make use of pitler trees. The road that we still have to go, as much as we memorialize and remember, though, the journey that we've taken to here, the journey ahead is still very much a precarious and long walk. Good morning, Tembeka. Good morning, Lester. Thank you for the invitation. Your thoughts when you hear of the, a four-year-old girl, another child dying in a pit latrine in South Africa, and you reflect on how we memorialize and use memory to talk about stalwarts and their role in bringing South Africa to this point. How do you then, how do you then square the circle if we are still reflecting on how far we still need to go if there are still schools in South Africa with 3,500 3, schools in South Africa still with pit toilets? Um, when, at the end of my speech yesterday, uh, I tried to figure that question out and my conclusion is that what we learn from uh, whether it's someone like Walter Sassoulo or Nelson Mandela or or Steve Beek or Robert Saruko, is, is that things do not have to be the way they are. There is no inevitability uh, of life. It's human agency uh, that makes a, a difference. It, 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 of course, 2023 20, is not the same as 1963, uh, but even in the most... Um, Unpromising of circumstances uh, in which you you have uh, um, I described it as a totalizing um, uh, the climate of racial discrimination. What gives hope is is human agency. It's it's individuals. It's it's me you. It's unextraordinary people that are doing extraordinary things. It's normal people. So that, that, I think, is probably what we are missing right now. We, we have a tendency to expect that someone else will solve the problem. Uh, either we say the government should solve the problem, or, or we say that you know, the ANC must solve the problem, uh, or the school principal must solve the problem. I think that the meaning of Walter Sisulu was, was that he accepted that nobody else is going to solve the problem, uh, and that he must put himself at the forefront, at the cold face of uh, finding the solution. 
So it's that message of, of human agency, that message of courage, that message of a, a resilient mm-hmm. spirit, that I think is probably the most important lesson that we, we take from, from these lives. So, so it, it seems to me that that's where we draw that connection between the memorialization and the feeling that uh, the, the, the road ahead is probably more treacherous than the, mm-hmm. than, than the road we've already tra- traveled. What we have and what we had around 1994 are, are, are strong leaders, either uh, patriarchal or matriarchal figures um, in South Africa that, that, we, that were, were torchbearers, moral compasses, moral beacons for us. Over the last few years, we've seen the stalwarts pass on what we are feeling many of us as South Africans, is that even though we give political leaders the political mandate to fix our problems, we are also, I don't know if this is the, the, the right attitude to have, but we, we lack a moral leadership, patriarchal, matriarchal figure that, that, that ground us. And without, and I think we sometimes linger onto the names of Walter Zulu, Chris Hani, Winnie Matikizela Madela, Nelson Mandela, when we realize we don't actually have those figures anymore. But I guess your argument is is we don't need those figures. We can memorialize this for these figures. We must be those figures for ourselves. Yes, um, that's precisely the point, isn't it? Um, in fact, I think one of the lines in, from my talk yesterday was precisely that, that Walter Sosolo gave us 90 years of his life. Um, Nelson Mandela gave us 95 years of his life. This country took 27 of Mandela's uh, years and, and put them in prison. It took 26 years of Walter's life and, and put him in prison. But even if you deducted the 27 years and you deducted the 26 years, the impact that they left us is, is, is indelible. We, on the other hand, are going to have the full 90 years without going to prison in Robben Island. We are going to have the full 27 years, again, without uh, Victor Fester, without the imprisonment, without the five years at the Pretoria Central, uh, because Mandela's imprisonment, you know, we usually count the 27 years, we actually forget the, 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 the years that he spent in prison at the Pretoria Central before he went to Robben Island. So we are talking about close to 30 years of imprisonment of Nelson Mandela. So despite that, despite the fact that he was physically taken away from us, and despite the fact that he was banished, he was jailed, he was removed from his active, positive contribution to society. It's still remarkable what he was able to achieve. But when you look at where they began, I mean, this is one of the most fascinating things, because yesterday I actually did the research of Walter's life. When you actually look at where he began, it's pretty unextraordinary. It's pretty ordinary circumstances. It's being a factory worker. It's working in East London. It's working in a mine. It's being a property developer. And it's also not having enough education. And so the, the key to this, uh, the key lesson that we get from them is that it, it, it's it's not genius or, or miracle. It's usually me, you, uh, uh, deciding uh, to take uh, an unexceptional uh, journey, but mm. the correct journey. And I get your point about the the moral compass that we lack. I think part of the 
there are two factors that I usually worry about in, in South Africa. The, the, the first one is that there is a, a, a lot of reportage in the news, whether it's, it, it's print media or, 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 or radio. There's a lot of press reportage about the extent of corruption and craft. Now, that's common in the sense of the post-liberation world. Everywhere you go in Africa, is that the new leaders usually, uh, they come in with a lot of promise, but when they do taste the spoils of power, they usually tend to behave like the oppressors. And this was the point in the Algerian War of Independence made by Franz Fanon in the Richard, uh, uh, Richard of the Earth when he talks on the uh, uh, chapter Pitfalls of National Consciousness that the new liberators have now inherited the moral corruption of the French oppressors. So what we've got here as well is that uh, corruption was perfected under apartheid. Grand-scale corruption was perfected by the leaders of the white national party. The leaders of the black African National Congress have, in fact, embraced mm. and perfected the same levels of corruption. So that we must speak about. But there are many other people, and that's the point I was trying to make, there are many other people that are doing incredible work in very mm. difficult circumstances, morally upright, and assisting communities across the country. The problem is that we don't hear from those stories because what tends to happen is that the news cycle is dominated mm. by, by the many, not the few, but by the many uh, that are mm. stealing from the poor. So it seems that we have to give a voice as well uh, to the incredible work that is being done mm. at communities. I appreciate that. Advocate Tembeka Nkukai Tobi, public speaker, author, political activist, also lawyer, speaking last night at the sixth Robin Island Memorial Lecture with a special focus on the memory of Walter Sisulu.